Glib Liberals Reading Leviticus in Tory Times, Chapter 25, Reading in Fox's Translation. Yahweh spoke to Moshe at Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land that I am giving you, the land is to cease, a Sabbath ceasing to Yahweh. For six years you are to sow your field. For six years you are to prune your vineyard. Then you are to gather in its produce. But in the seventh year there shall be a Sabbath of Sabbath ceasing for the land. A Sabbath to Yahweh. Your field you are not to sow. Your vineyard you are not to prune. The aftergrowth of your harvest you are not to harvest. The grapes of your consecrated vines you are not to amass. The Sabbaths of Sabbath ceasing shall there be for the land. Now the Sabbath yield of the land is for you, for eating, for you, for your servant, and for your handmaid, for your hired hand, and for your resident settler who sojourn with you and for your domestic animal and the wild beasts that are in your land shall be all its produce to eat. And you are to number yourselves seven Sabbath cycles of years, seven years, seven times. So the time of the seven Sabbath cycles of years will be for you a total of nine and forty years. And then you are to give forth on the shofar, a blast. In the seventh new moon, on the tenth after the new moon, on the day of atonement, you are to give a blast on the shofar throughout all your land. You are to hallow the land the fiftieth year, proclaiming freedom throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be home-bringing for you. You are to return each man to his holding, each man to his clan you are to return. It is home bringing the fiftieth year. It shall be for you. You are not to sow. You are not to harvest its aftergrowth. You are not to gather its consecrated grapes. For it is home bringing. Holy shall it be for you. Only from the field may you eat its produce. In this year of home bringing, you are to return each man to his holding. Now when you sell property for sale to your fellow or purchase it from the hand of your fellow, do not maltreat any man his brother. By the number of years after the home bringing, you are to purchase it from your fellow. And by the number of years of produce left, is he to sell it to you. According to the many years left, you may charge him much for his purchase. According to the few years left, you may charge him little for his purchase. Since a certain number of harvests is what he's selling to you. So you are not to maltreat any man his fellow. Rather, you are to hold your God in awe. For I am Yahweh, your God. You are to observe my laws, my regulations. You are to keep and observe them, that you may be settled on the land in security. The land may give forth its fruit, 
and that you may eat to being satisfied and be settled in security upon it. Now if you should say to yourselves, what are we to eat in the seventh year? For here we may not sow and we may not gather our produce. Then I will dispatch my blessing for you in the sixth year so that it produces for three years. You may sow the eighth year's eighth year's yield, but you must eat of the old produce until the ninth year. Until its produce comes in, you must eat what is old. But the land is not to be sold in harness, for the land is mine. For you are sojourners and resident settlers with me. Throughout all the land of your holdings, you are to allow for redemption of the land. When your brother sinks down in poverty and has to sell some of his holding, his redeemer nearest to kin is to him is to come and redeem the sold property of his brother. Now a man, if he has no redeemer, but his hand reaches means and finds enough to redeem with, he is to reckon the years since its sale, returning the surplus to the man to whom he sold it, and is to return to his holding. But if his hand does not find enough for returning it, what he sold is to remain in the hand of the one purchasing it until the year of home bringing. It is to go free in the home-bringing year and is to return to his holding. I mean, if he sells a residential house in a walled town, its redemption period is until the end of the year of its sale. A year of days shall be its redemption period. If it is not redeemed before the whole year of it has been fulfilled, the house that is in the town that has a wall shall be established in harness for him who purchases it through his generations it is not to go free in the home bringing year but houses and villages that do not have a wall around them as open fields of the land are they to be reckoned they may be redemption for them and in the home bringing year they may go free Now, as for the towns of the Levites, the towns and the towns of their holding, redemption right for the ages is to belong to the Levites. That which is redeemed from the Levites, it is to go free, the house sold in the town of their holding, in the home-bringing year. For houses in Levitical towns, they are their holding amid the children of Israel. But pasture land of the field near their towns is not to be sold, for it is a holding for the ages for them. Now when your brother sinks down in poverty and his hand falters beside you, then shall you strengthen him as though a sojourner and resident settler, and he is to live beside you. Do not take from him biting interest or profit. But hold your God in awe, so that your brother may live beside you. Your silver you are not to give him at interest. For profit you are not to give him your food. I, Yahweh, am your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan, to be for you a God. And when your brother sinks down in poverty beside you and sells himself to you, you are not to make him serve 
the servitude of a serf. As a hired hand, as a resident settler, is he to be beside you. Only until the year of home bringing is he to serve beside you. And then he is to go free from beside you. He and his children beside him, he can return to his clan, to the holding of his fathers he may return. For my servants are they whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. They are not to be sold as sale of serfs. You are not to have dominion over him with crushing labor. Rather, you are to hold your God in awe. Your servant and your maid that belong to you from the nations surrounding you, from them you may purchase serf and maid. Also from the sons of residents who sojourn before you, from them you may purchase slaves. Or from their clans that are beside you, that they beget in your hand, and they shall become your holding. You may keep them as inheritance for your children after you, for eight and for them to possess as holdings. But the ages you may make them serve you. But as for your brothers, the children of Israel, each man toward his brother, you are not to have dominion over him with crushing labor. Now if the hand of the resident sojourner reaches means beside you, and your brother sinks down in poverty beside him, so that he sells himself to the resident sojourner beside you, or to an offshoot of the sojourner's clan. Even after he sold himself, redemption may be his. One of his brothers may redeem him, or his uncle or the son of his uncle may redeem him, or some kin of his flesh from his clan may redeem him, or should his hand reach means, he may redeem himself. He is to reckon with his purchaser from the year that he was sold to him until the year of home bringing. The silver besides this sale shall be by the number of years, like the time period from the hired hand as he went beside him. If there are still many years left, according to them, he is to return payment for his redemption for the silver of his purchase. And if few remain in years until the home bringing, he is to reckon it to them. According to its years, he is to return repayment for his redemption. As a hired hand, year by year, he is to be beside him. He is not to have dominion over him with crushing labor before your eyes. And if he has not been redeemed in any of these ways, he is to go free in the land in the year of home bringing, he and his children beside him. For it is to me that the children of Israel are servants. My servants are they whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh, your God. So ends the Jubilee and No Slavery texts of chapter 25. Lib Liberals, reading Leviticus in Tory Times, chapter 26, the penultimate chapter. You are not to make for yourselves no gods, a carved image or a standing pillar. You are not to establish for yourselves 
a decorated stone. You're not to place in your land to prostrate yourselves to it. For I, Yahweh, am your God. My Sabbath you are to keep. My holy shrine you are to hold in awe. I am Yahweh. And if by my laws you walk, and my commandments you keep and observe them, then I will give forth your rains in their set time, so that the earth gives forth its yield, and the trees of the field give forth their fruit. Threshing shall overtake vintage for you. Vintage will overtake sowing. You shall eat your food to being satisfied, and be settled in security on your land. I will give peace throughout your land so that you will lie down with none to make you tremble. I will cause to cease wild beasts from the land and a sword shall not pass through your land. You shall pursue your enemies and they will fall before you to the sword. Five of you shall pursue a hundred. A hundred of you, a myriad pursue your enemies falling before you to the sword. I will turn my face toward you, making you fruitful and making you many, and I will establish my covenant with you. You will eat old grain, the oldest stored, and the old for the new you will have to clear out. I will place my dwelling in your midst, and I will not repel you. I will walk about in your midst. I will be for you as a God, and you yourselves will be for me as a people. I, Yahweh, am your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, from your being serfs to them. I broke the bars of your yoke, enabling you to walk upright. But if you do not hearken to me by not observing all these commandments, if my laws you spurn and my regulations you repel, by not observing all my commandments by your violating my covenant, I in turn will do this to you. I will mete out to you shock, consumption, and fever, wearing out the eyes and exhausting the breath. You will sow your seed for naught, for your enemies will eat it. And I will set my face against you, and you will be hit by plague in the face of your enemies. Those who hate you will have dominion over you. You will flee with no one pursuing you. Now if, after all that, you do not hearken to me, I will continue to discipline you sevenfold for your sins. I will break your fierce pride. I will give your heavens to be like iron, your earth like bronze, so that your power may be spent for naught. Your land will not give forth its yield. The lands of the trees will not give one-fourth of their fruit. Now if you walk with me in opposition and do not consent to hearken to me, I will continue against you blows sevenfold according to your sins.
I will send loose against you the wild beasts of the field, so that they bereave you, so that they utterly cut off your animals, so that they make you few and your roads become desolate. Now if after all these things you do not accept discipline from me, but continue to walk with me in opposition, I will walk with you, I myself with opposition. I will strike you, yes, myself, sevenfold for your sins. I will bring against you an avenging sword, taking vengeance for the covenant. Should you gather yourselves into your cities, I will send free pestilence into your midst, and you will be given into the hands of your enemies. When I break the staff of bread for you, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven. They will return your bread by weight, and you will eat, but you will not be satisfied. And if after all this you will not hearken to me, but still walk with me in opposition, I will walk with you in the heat of opposition. I will discipline you, even I myself, sevenfold for your sins. You will eat the flesh of your sons, the flesh of your daughters you will eat. I will destroy your high places, cut your cult stands. I will replace your I will place your corpses on top of the corpses of your idle clods. I will repel you. I will make your cities a wasteland. I will make desolate your holy shrines, and I will not savor your soothing savors. And I will make desolate myself the land, so that your enemies that settle in it will be appalled at the desolation in it. And you I will scatter among the nations. I will unsheath the sword against you, so that your land become a desolation and your cities become a wasteland. Then the land will find acceptance regarding its Sabbath. And all the days of desolation when you are in the land of your enemies... Then the land will enjoy secession and find acceptance regarding its Sabbaths. And all the days of desolation it will enjoy cessation, since it did not enjoy cessation during its Sabbaths when you were settled upon it. Now those who remain among you, I will bring faithness into their hearts, into the hands of their enemies. They will be set in pursuit by the sound of a leaf blown about. They will flee as if in flight from a sword and will fall, though there is no pursuer. They will stumble, each man over his brother, as before the sword through a pursuer there is none. And you will not be able to stand your ground before your enemies. Rather, you will perish among the nations. It will devour you, the land of your enemies. Those that remain among you will rot away in their iniquity, even in the lands of their enemies. Yes, because of the iniquities of their fathers, with them they shall rot away. Now should they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers in their breaking faith by which they brought faith with me, yes, since they have walked with me in opposition, yes, I myself will walk with them in opposition, will bring them into the land of their enemies. 
If then their foreskinned heart should humble itself, if then they should find acceptance regarding this, their iniquity, I will bear in mind my Yaakov covenant, and yes, my Yitzhak covenant, and yes, my Avraham covenant. I will bear in mind the land, I will bear in mind the land will have to be left behind by them, attaining acceptance through its Sabbaths by being desolate of them. They will have to find acceptance regarding their iniquity because by my regulations they spurned my laws, they repelled. And yes, even then, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not spare them, spurn them. I will not repel them to finish them off, to abrogate my covenant with them. For I, Yahweh, am their God. I will bear in mind to their benefit the covenant of the former ones whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the eyes of the nations to be for them a God, I am Yahweh. These are the laws, the regulations, and the instructions that Yahweh gave between himself and the children of Israel at Mount Sinai by Moshe. So ends chapter 26. Lib liberals, reading Leviticus in Tory times, chapter 26, the penultimate chapter. You are not to make for yourselves no gods, a carved image or a standing pillar. You are not to establish for yourselves a decorated stone. You're not to place in your land to prostrate yourselves to it. For I, Yahweh, am your God. My Sabbath you are to keep. My holy shrine you are to hold in awe. I am Yahweh. And if by my laws you walk, and my commandments you keep and observe them, then I will give forth your rains in their set time, so that the earth gives forth its yield, and the trees of the field give forth their fruit. Threshing shall overtake vintage for you. Vintage will overtake sowing. You shall eat your food to being satisfied and be settled in security on your land. I will give peace throughout your land so that you will lie down with none to make you tremble. I will cause to cease wild beasts from the land, and a sword shall not pass through your land. You shall pursue your enemies, and they will fall before you to the sword. Five of you shall pursue a hundred. A hundred of you, a myriad pursue, your enemies falling before you to the sword. I will turn my face toward you making you fruitful and making you many, and I will establish my covenant with you. You will eat old grain, the oldest stored, and the old for the new you will have to clear out. I will place my dwelling in your midst, and I will not repel you. I will walk about in your midst. I will be for you as a god and you yourselves will be for me as a people.
I, Yahweh, am your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, from your being serfs to them. I broke the bars of your yoke, enabling you to walk upright. But if you do not hearken to me by not observing all these commandments, if my laws you spurn and my regulations you repel, by not observing all my commandments, by your violating my covenant, I in turn will do this to you. I will mete out to you shock, consumption, and fever, wearing out the eyes and exhausting the breath. You will sow your seed for naught, for your enemies will eat it. And I will set my face against you, and you will be hit by plague in the face of your enemies. Those who hate you will have dominion over you. You will flee with no one pursuing you. Now if, after all that, you do not hearken to me, I will continue to discipline you sevenfold for your sins. I will break your fierce pride. I will give your heavens to be like iron, your earth like bronze, so that your power may be spent for naught. Your land will not give forth its yield. The lands of the trees will not give one-fourth of their fruit. Now if you walk with me in opposition and do not consent to hearken to me, I will continue against you blows sevenfold according to your sins. I will send loose against you the wild beasts of the field, so that they bereave you, so that they utterly cut off your animals, so that they make you few and your roads become desolate. Now if after all these things you do not accept discipline from me, but continue to walk with me in opposition, I will walk with you, I myself with opposition. I will strike you, yes, myself, sevenfold for your sins. I will bring against you an avenging sword, taking vengeance for the covenant. Should you gather yourselves into your cities, I will send free pestilence into your midst, and you will be given into the hands of your enemies. When I break the staff of bread for you, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven. They will return your bread by weight, and you will eat, but you will not be satisfied. And if after all this you will not hearken to me, but still walk with me in opposition, I will walk with you in the heat of opposition. I will discipline you, even I myself, sevenfold for your sins. You will eat the flesh of your sons, the flesh of your daughters you will eat. I will destroy your high places, cut your cult stands. I will, replace your, I will place your corpses on top of the corpses of your idle clods. I will repel you. I will make your cities a wasteland. I will make desolate your holy shrines. And I will not savor your soothing savors. And I will make desolate myself the land, so that your enemies that settle in it will be appalled at the desolation in it. And you I will scatter among the nations. I will unsheath the sword against you, so that your land become a desolation and your cities become a wasteland.
Then the land will find acceptance regarding its Sabbath. And all the days of desolation when you are in the land of your enemies. Then the land will enjoy secession. And find acceptance regarding its Sabbath. And all the days of desolation it will enjoy cessation. Since it did not enjoy cessation during its Sabbath when you were settled upon it. Now those who remain among you. I will bring faithness into their hearts, into the hands of their enemies. They will be set in pursuit by the sound of a leaf blown about. They will flee as if in flight from a sword and will fall, though there is no pursuer. They will stumble, each man over his brother, as before the sword through a pursuer there is none. And you will not be able to stand your ground before your enemies. Rather, you will perish among the nations. It will devour you, the land of your enemies. Those that remain among you will rot away in their iniquity, even in the lands of their enemies. Yes, because of the iniquities of their fathers, with them they shall rot away. Now should they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers in their breaking faith by which they brought faith with me, yes, since they have walked with me in opposition, yes, I myself will walk with them in opposition, will bring them into the land of their enemies. If then their foreskinned heart should humble itself, if then they should find acceptance regarding this, their iniquity, I will bear in mind my Yaakov covenant, and yes, my Yitzhak covenant, and yes, my Avraham covenant. I will bear in mind the land, I will bear in mind the land will have to be left behind by them, attaining acceptance through its Sabbaths by being desolate of them. They will have to find acceptance regarding their iniquity because by my regulations they spurned my laws, they rebelled. And yes, even then, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not spare them, spurn them. I will not repel them to finish them off, to abrogate my covenant with them. For I, Yahweh, am their God. I will bear in mind to their benefit the covenant of the former ones whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the eyes of the nations to be for them a God, I am Yahweh. These are the laws, the regulations, and the instructions that Yahweh gave between himself and the children of Israel at Mount Sinai by Moshe. So ends chapter 26. Glib Liberals, reading Leviticus in Tory Times. In 2018, reading from Everett Fox's Shock and Bible translation, here is the last chapter, chapter 27 of Leviticus. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, Any man, when he would make a vow offering, in your assessed equivalent of persons to Yahweh, your assessment shall be, if a male from the age of 20 years up to the age of 60 years, 
Your assessment shall be 50 silver shekels by the holy shrine's shekel. And if it is a female, your assessment shall be 30 shekels. If the age is from five years up to the age of 20 years, your assessment for a male is 20 shekels and for a female 10 shekels. If from the age of a month to the age of five years, your assessment is for a male five silver shekels, for a female your assessment three silver shekels. If from the age of 60 and upward, if it is a male, your assessment shall be 15 shekels, and for a female, 10 shekels. If he sinks down in poverty lower than the assessment, he is to be stood before the priest. The priest is to assess the amount from him according to what the hand of the one making the vow can reach. The priest is to assess him. If it concerns an animal from whom they bring a near offering for Yahweh, all of what he gives from it to Yahweh is to be a holy portion. He is not to substitute for it and is not to exchange it, good for ill or ill for good. If they exchange, yes, exchange, animal for animal. It will be that it and its exchanged one will be a holy portion. If it concerns any Tamai animal from which there may not be brought near a near offering for Yahweh, the animal is to be stood before the priest, and the priest is to make assessment for it between good and ill. According to your assessment by the priest, thus shall it be. And if he wants you to redeem, yes, redeem it, he is to add its fifth part to your assessment. Now a man, when he hallows his house as holy property to Yahweh, the priest is to assess it between good and ill. And as the priest assesses it, thus shall its cost be established. And if the one who hallows it would redeem his house, he is to add a fifth part to the silver of your assessment, and it shall remain thus. If from the field of his holding any man hallows part to Yahweh, your assessment shall be according to its seed requirement, the seed requirement of a homer of barley, fifty silver shekels. As if the year of home bringing he hallows his field, as your assessment, its cost will be established. But if it's after homecoming that he hallows his field, the priest is to reckon for him the silver according to the years left until the home year of home bringing. And it is to be subtracted from your first assessment. If he wants to redeem, yes, redeem the field, the one hallowing it, he has to add a fifth port of the sub silver of your assessment of it, and its cost is to be established for him. But if he does not want to redeem the field, or if he has sold the land to another man, it cannot be redeemed again. The field shall be, when it goes free in the home bringing, a holy portion for Yahweh. Like a field specially devoted, for the priest it shall be for his holding. And if his purchased field is that is not a field of his holding is what he hallows to Yahweh, 
The priest is to reckon for him the value of your assessment until the year of home bringing. He is to give your assessment and payment at that time as a holy portion for Yahweh. In the year of home bringing, the field shall return to the one from whom it was purchased, the one whose holding of land it is. All your assessments shall be according to the holy shrine's shekel, 20 grains being the one shekel. However, a firstborn that is assigned as firstborn to Yahweh among animals, no man may hallow it, whether ox or sheep, it is Yahweh's. Now, if it is of a Tamai animal, he is to redeem it at your assessment, adding a fifth part to it. Then, if it is not redeemed, it is to be sold at your assessment. However, everything especially devoted that a man devotes for Yahweh from all that is his. Whether a man or a beast or a field of his holding is not to be sold and not to be redeemed. Everything specially devoted that is his holiest holy portion for Yahweh. Anyone specially devoted that has been devoted to destruction among humans is not to be ransomed. He is to be put to death. Yes, death. But every tithe of the land, whether from the seed of the land or from the fruit of the water, a fruit of the tree, for Yahweh it is, a holy portion for Yahweh. And if a man wants to redeem, yes, redeem any of his tithes, its fifth part he is to add to it. And every tithe of herd or flock, from all that is passed under the shepherd's rod, each tenth one is to be a holy portion for Yahweh. He is not to search between good and ill. He is not to make exchange for it. But if he makes exchange, yes, exchange for it, then it and its exchange are holy portion and cannot be redeemed. These are the commandments that Yahweh commanded Moshe for the children of Israel at Mount Sinai. Show ends. A glib liberal reading Leviticus in Tory times. So be it. Three more days in this final week of reading Leviticus. Chapters 25, 26, 27, Jubilee Visions. Finally, the subversive conclusion of the whole book about sacrifice. I mean, it's one thing to take one day off in seven as a Sabbath, but imagine taking one year off in seven. The seven-year idea appears also in Exodus 23 and Deuteronomy 15, a kind of a sabbatical rhythm is well-based and balanced. Imagine letting the land lie fallow, no owner with any greater claim to the volunteer crop than any poor person. Production slowed to natural issue, volunteer grains. Of course, tradition later qualified sabbatical to a month before Rosh Hashanah in each seven years, a Sabbath of the land. Reconsider 
the ideas from five weeks ago of consumption and sacrifice, and the relationship of people and things, providence and prudence. What if we really saw that it's all God's and trusted God to provide, pausing as a gesture of trust from our frantic busyness? If you get inside this tradition, you'll join the artists. Allen Ginsberg, 50 years ago, the poem Howl. What sphinx of cement and aluminum bashed open their skulls and ate up their brains and imagination? Moloch, solitude, filth, ugliness, ash cans and unobtainable dollars, children screaming under the stairways, boys sobbing in armies, old men weeping in the parks. Moloch. Moloch, nightmare of Moloch, Moloch the loveless, mental Moloch, Moloch the heavy judger of men, Moloch the incomprehensible prison, Moloch the crossbone soulless jailhouse and congress of sorrows, Moloch whose buildings are judgment, Moloch the vast stone of war, Moloch the stunned governments, Moloch who entered my soul early, Moloch, in whom I am consciousness without a body, Molochness, who frightened me out of my natural ecstasy. <coughs> Artists, musicians, lyricists share the vision from reggae to punk, but rarely as explicitly connected to Leviticus as with Ginsburg. Associated with the forces of order is Leviticus, when in fact it is the ultimate subversive text. See if this month has prepared you at all for the vision of these last couple of days. It's a lot of text, a lot of time, in just three chapters in three days. And then the second half of this week, we'll move on into numbers. And the second half of the Torah. For now, listen and imagine these jubilee visions.